0: Satnam, I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I are appreciative of your vital role on this planet in an ever-growing global community, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. A very old song comes to me in this moment, and it's probably a song that's too old for any of you to re- know or remember, but it's Darling, you send me. Honest you do, honest you do. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Hmm. You send me. My wife and I send our love. You know, the more that we do this online, um, the more I feel the same feeling that I had in person the sense of presence. because all of our feelings are felt within us. We sometimes hold the outside world responsible for our feelings, like, you made me feel a certain way, but all it is, is a system of reflections and revelations inside that ignite the chemistry inside. So it's, it's, it's viewing something out, it's viewing or hearing or smelling or tasting or feeling something outside that ignites the chemistry inside. And it's the chemistry inside that produces the sensation. One of the one of the purest forms of being able to associate with this is with infant children and with animals and with beautiful colorful plants because these give such a honest representation of who they are there's no there's no mechanisms in between. They haven't yet they haven't yet learned in some in some instances they will never learn. Plants will never learn to be dishonest. Uh, Little animals will never learn to be dishonest and as children grow up they have to go through the process because the human existence has particular processes that it has to go through and one of them is the binary system of honesty and dishonesty and realistic and fantastic and all of the mechanisms, right, that we have to go through in the binary system. in our gratitude, we have our preference. And sometimes our preference is out of reach in the moment. And as we imagine our preference, and as we get a sensation of our preference, we have to remember, we have to become again a member, remember, of our presence. Because if we spend too long outside of our presence, in the imagination of our preference, or in the sensation or in the desire of our preference, then what happens is we lose contact with our presence and we begin to dwell in what is called the difference. The space between our preference and our presence. One of the best creatures that distribute this lesson most accurately is the canine world. the world of all canines and, of course, the domesticated ones, the dogs. They will fixate on their groundedness and keep their attention in a knowing state with their preference like a treat, or a ball, or a lap. And they're one of the best teachers of patience because as I always say, patience is not waiting, patience is knowing. And when you're in that state of knowing that a dog can take on so accurately, the weight is timeless. Some people say, my God, that dog stood there and stared at that ball and stared at that ball and stared at that ball for a long, 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 long time. And that dog didn't know that there was a long time involved. All that dog knew was that that ball was preference and that dog stood in its presence knowing that that ball was going to be its ball. It was going to get that ball. It was going to get that snack. It was going to get on your lap. Whatever it is that the puppy or dog's preference is, it knows. And this is one of the reasons why Saint Francis was so fond of animals, because the animals teach you pratyahara. How to live beyond the, neg- the negating sensations of your emotions and how to engage the effervescent power of your emotions. Your emotions can stimulate you into an altered state of consciousness. If you use the propulsion, if you use them as a tool, We are working with earthing and being earth keepers in this month of of this coming up to the 12th moon, the 12th revolution of the moon. And one of the grounded mechanisms, oftentimes not thought of as that, But one of the grounding mechanisms in our bodies, languaging, is the heart center. Because the heart center allows you to be grounded without being stuck. The heart center can relate to that presence and that preference simultaneously. And just go about its business. Just go about its business of beating, of imprinting the sensations of your consciousness into the blood that is being produced in each moment, in each beat of the heart. Millions of blood cells. Two million red blood cells produced in your bone marrow per beat of the heart and each one of those red blood cells is receiving, because it's red, it's because it has that iron in the hemoglobin. That iron is a recordable, it's electromagnetically a recordable substance. And so the heartbeat beats your attitude into your blood cells and then circulates those blood cells with that attitude. And so if in a moment you are in your presence and you are identifying your preference, but you're not living in the difference. You're living in your knowing, like that, like that dog. You're living in that knowing that that ball or that snack or that lap, whatever that is in your world, is yours. It is going to be yours. And as long as there is no damage, you know, like the, Hippoc- the, the um, Hippocratic Oath, cause no harm. That is a medical doctor's oath. As long as you cause no harm with your preference, you have positive karmic frequencies in your accounting, in your self-accounting. And so the old saying, the old spiritual saying of be desireless is in need of being interpreted deeply. Because what you want to do, it's very much like starting a the engine of a car. You know, we're moving into electric and, and hydrogen engines, so it's going to be different. I'm <laughs> going to have to drop this metaphor, but as long as there are some gas engines and some hybrids around, I can still use it there is a solenoid in the starter engine that engages the flywheel which turns the crankshaft which activates the pistons while the spark plugs are glowing and that pressure inside the piston chamber explodes with that And that's how the engine starts. Like this. And the moment that engine exceeds exceeds the speed of the starter motor, the solenoid releases, so that the starter motor doesn't remain engaged. And that is the same way that we need to work with our desires, And that is exactly what it means to be desireless. It doesn't mean to have no desires. It means to engage them with a solenoid, if you will, so that the moment the momentum is and the momentum of this case is the knowing that it will take place. The hami-ham-bram-ham, bram hum, what is to be already is. So you you, ascend, you ascent into the higher dimension, you see that it's there, it's there for you, it's with you, and it's just a matter of time before it manifests. And this is what the canine world, the dog world, teaches us, because this is an autonomic function in their world. In the human world it's an autonomic function that is not functioning. And we as humans need to use our skill set, our skill set of our higher resources to engage just like the starter engine, the starter motor in an engine. And so we can take what it is that we are given and turn it in to what it is we desire and the moment we see that engagement beginning to accelerate, we withdraw the, res- the desire and replace it with knowing. And this is the state of an Earthkeeper. Because with this state, we drop the greed and the need for constant consumption. Because we know and we can practice knowing that that which we are to achieve already is and we don't need to fill the space between the time of our desire 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 is self de is desire excuse me desire is to serve de is the self so desire is to serve the self the moment of our desire engaging our knowing we release the desire and become open to receiving and that is exactly the mechanism of the heart center because the heart puts forth effort to push the blood into the body that's the signal and then it has to completely surrender to receive the blood back so that it can oxygenate it through the osmotic process of the capillaries and the alveoli sacs in the lungs. Comes back into the heart, pushes it back out into the body, completely surrenders, receives blood back, process continues on and on and on without rest and never exhausted because The cycle is so rewarding that exhaustion is not even close. And so allow yourself to be around creatures, animals. Allow yourself to be around the plants. Allow yourself to understand that every tree has an actual, not a speculative, not a virtual, not an imaginative, has an actual heartbeat, has an actual consciousness. The mineral world does too. Dr. Bose, an uh, uh, an East Indian, South Asian Renaissance man, genius, late late 19th century, early 20th century, actually applied for and received only one patent in his entire life, said that was the only thing he regretted when he was in his elder years. He said because to own something, to own knowledge, is an absurdity. But he put instruments, and he he developed sensitive instruments, and he put instruments on metal. And he started measuring metal fatigue. And then he would rest the metal, and the metal would rebuild its strength. And he was very keen on proving that there's soul and life in everything. As we begin to understand this vastness, we can begin to work with our heart in all things. Developing that hope, which is a mastery of opening and openness, which gives us the willingness, which then gives us engagement, which has action and reaction. Engage, take action. Don't be shy. Don't be fearful. Allow fear to do what it's meant to do. Allow your shyness to do what it's meant to do. It's not meant to keep you from public engagement. It's meant to develop. Your fear, your doubt, your shyness is meant to develop inside your meditative process so that you can understand all of the threads of the fabric. And some of the threads are fear and they need to be there. Some of the threads are doubt and they need to be there. Some of the threads are timidity and shyness and they need to be there. But they're amongst all of the other threads. And so none of the threads should be dominant. They should be harmonic. They should be a Part of the whole, not anything that controls the whole. And so what we do as earth keepers is we get that very balanced, very emotionally balanced state. And in that emotionally balanced state, we operate just like the dogs and cats and 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 birds and bears and and trees and flowers and, and stones of the world. Continuously forgiving. Continuously giving forward from the past to the present moment so that we can sit in our presence with all of our preference, knowing that it's just now coming. So pick up your journal and make some notes to yourself about what it is that you are going to know. What it is that you are going to work on to know that is just now coming and you're just needing its arrival. Your preferences so that you can relax into your presence. Go ahead. Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more.